friends, it's your girl Gwen, back with another episode of your favorite podcast, Gab with Gwen podcast. And it is Friday, March 19th. I am still on hiatus. Now, I know this seems like a bogus hiatus because I just probably gave y'all an episode a week or two ago about coming to America. And here I'm back with another episode. This is like a pseudo emergency episode, but it's, I'm calling it pseudo emergency since I'm not posting regularly. So, you know, hey, okay. But I wanted to talk about, you know, I felt compelled, even though I have been taking a break for my mental health and for me to just continue to ride out the pandemic because y'all made me feel some type of way towards the election. And, you know, and I was like, let me protect myself because this energy of the U.S. and the world is just not what I'm feeling right now. So I decided to take a break and my therapy has been watching K-dramas, as you know. And so that's that. But anyway... Obviously, you know, this week there was some terrible news about a mass shooting in Atlanta that targeted Asian women. And a man went to multiple Asian-owned small business establishments, spas, and killed eight people, six of whom were Asian women. So there has been, but before this conversation about the increase in Asian hate. And, you know, I have a lot of episodes that are actually on the cutting room floor. Like I said, I also, has not had my spirit to edit. So I've actually addressed this, but I can't recall. And I don't think maybe it's fully come out in any episodes I've actually posted, or maybe it has just quite quietly alluded to, but it's actually come up in episodes. But like I told y'all, I ain't in the spirit for editing. So y'all gonna get what you get when you get it. And it's gonna be very late. So anyway, this has been going on for a while. And truth be told, people are saying that it's been happening since the pandemic hit. But truth be told, this has been, I think it's attacks on elderly in general have been something for a while, especially in New York. And then now I think it's been amplified, especially targeting the elderly Asian community since the pandemic. Actually, no, I've talked about this. Okay, I'm thinking now. I've talked about this in episodes that are out. I can't remember which one. But when we were talking about y'all former president, 45, and he was saying the Kung flu, and I said all of that is so irresponsible, and you shouldn't be saying this shit because you're trying to blame people, and this is the wrong thing. Like, you're not focused on the right thing. You should be focusing on getting people the resources, getting it under control, getting the pandemic under control in the United States. But people were not doing that and making this false mathematics and false equivalencies and then suddenly now attacking Asian people was just fucking stupid, all right? Blaming people for the pandemic. It just it makes no fucking sense, all right? I've talked about that. So actually, you know, my memory's not great, but I remember that. I have. So that's been on some episodes that have come out already. Go back to the archives, y'all. It's wrong and people are ignorant and this is setting people up um, and not doing justice and just being so unfair and just fucked up and racist, straight up. So I've already been talked about this. I've like, yo, been talked about this, like this fucked up. So now, of course, it comes to a head, right? Of course, there's already been like sprinklings of killings and sprinklings of attacks going on and now you have the mass shooting because you know you know you know how the people who do those do okay and it was I don't need to go into everything I mean I'm just going to put a couple of points here that if you're on social media or anything I'm sure you've seen that look white supremacy reigns so the fact that the arresting police officer who's giving the press release the press conference about this has the audacity to say that this motherfucker had a bad day and this is what happened. 
and they're trying to justify it by saying the sex addiction and not calling a thing a thing and not calling it it was a hate crime. Okay. Look, it's fucked up, but y'all always do this. Like, y'all always do this. Like, it's disgusting. So we're seeing it here now. And I had been concerned, honestly, because these were massage spas and, I, you know, you never kind of know what degree this is going to go because there could have been a sex worker element I didn't know or not. And then I was like, Lord, please don't do the next route because with black people, you know, the victim, the next thing they do is bring out all your dirty laundry and everything to try to turn it around on you and gaslight you. So I didn't know if they were going to do that for these poor Asian women who died, if they were going to try to drag them because that's what the media likes to do to the victims, all right? They like to turn around and be like, oh, did you know she did this? Did you know she did that? So I didn't know if that was going to happen to you. I didn't know. And I was praying that didn't happen because I was like, man, can we not ever just call a thing a thing and this white privilege of being able to get the benefit of the doubt? Oh, he had mental illness. Oh, sex addiction like it's so disgusting and the crazy thing and I've already I think I talked about this in the last episode that look y'all not gonna find me on Instagram y'all not gonna definitely not gonna find me on Facebook barely gonna find me on Twitter but where you will find me is on TikTok and I'm not talking about any of this type of stuff right I'm very focused on my own thing but I love the content on TikTok I love the conversation I love everything but the one thing I have not liked is a lot of the commentary on this particular incident and people diminishing it, saying that, ooh, we don't know if it was race-related. So are y'all boo-boo the fool now? We, we just boo-boo the fool because we're talking about Atlanta, which is a predominantly black city. And so Asians are minority, but even within that city, it's going to be even more of a minority. And the man specifically going to these Asian-owned small businesses establishments. But y'all going to tell me, oh. We, we, we don't we don't know it, who it, i like why 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 can't we call a thing a thing it's just so fucking annoying it's so annoying like disgusting and disrespectful like come on come on right so we got that going on which is you know horrible just horrible you know we're in a pandemic people are trying to keep you know i feel like i said we're going through collective trauma of all of our lives being turned upside down and trying to navigate this these different times and try to go towards a new normal because it's not going to be whatever it was in 2019 it's just not we're going towards a new normal but y'all really trying to do this like come on right so that's going on but even for the weeks coming up before this and there have been a different asian attacks yeah, look, there's been a lot of conversation in the commentary online. It's not necessarily real life, but I'm going to tell you what has been disappointing has been like the commentary from you know, different people from the Asian community who are hurt right now. And then I'm sure you know, the peanut gallery of white people, Latino, everybody, peanut gallery, okay, not even the Asian people in there saying, oh, but Black Lives Matter, right? So I said, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, can we all hold on for a second? This is so divisive and the absolute wrong way to go about it all right and i've seen people who i respect who are asian american put out some messaging which i thought they may not directly be saying it but it was throwing shots at black people and these are people who allegedly identify and have really taken a lot of you know cultural elements from black people and really enjoy it and espouse it and I, I, well it's not appropriation because I don't I don't believe that at all I believe we share culture but I also think that people who clearly are influenced by it I've seen them now turn around like oh well do you know it's to be Asian is to be unseen and you want us to back you up but you don't do anything for us and I was like how did this become about Black Lives Matter like first of all 
Black Lives Matter is not the entire Black community. That was a specific movement about police brutality and police violence against Black people, okay, which is well-documented, which has been going on for years, and that movement has been going on for seven, eight years as well. So because you were allies, you know, a few months ago, okay, let's be real, a few months ago in June, when again, I told you this all came out of Ferguson and uh, Mike Brown when this, when Black Lives Matter, the movement actually started, and we can go to Civil Rights Movement, we go to Black Panther. This has been going on forever in this country, okay? But all right, so less than a year ago, people became allies publicly and for a very specific movement. And because there are attacks of your communities, like, oh, well, look at that, look at you. Well, Black Lives Don't Matter. There needs to be increase in policing. And I'm like, wait, so, okay, stop. Okay, stop. Because this is just churning up all this animosity. And I was like, can people not stay focused on the issue? The issue of protecting Asian lives and stopping Asian hate is very real. And you have to learn how to amplify that message and bring people along with you and have people understand. Like, if it becomes that Superman thing where you point at everybody else, like, what is, this is not helping you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's, you know, the white man's trying to put us against each other. Okay, sure, maybe, whatever. But, like, let's check our anti-blackness and let's talk about how allyship is not transactional and it's not tit for tat and what the fuck is that? Like, come on, like, this is disgusting. I hate that. And listen, I'm saying all of this and I'm telling you, I believe in protecting Asian lives and it doesn't diminish that at all and it doesn't stop me from believing that like let's amplify the message let's get the resources out there let's absolutely but this is displaced anger and I understand that when people are hurt it's easy to do that but man it's like fuck it's black people like damn we the boogeyman and there are so many black influencers who I see who are speaking up and out about this and there is so much shooting black people down I was like holy fuck like damn like can we not Stop. Like, don't do that. You know, don't do that. Like, what we don't need is division, period, of all human beings, let alone people of color. It doesn't make sense. And at the end of the day, whether or not you believe, you know, first of all, I haven't seen any statistics. People are saying, oh, the majority of these things are happening by black people. Well, let's get some statistics. And I don't know about that. Okay. From what I've seen, it's been a, a mixed bag of people who are attacking Asian people. All right. And so we need to really change the dialogue about and get focused on, hold on, we are Americans. We deserve equal rights like everybody else. Our lives need to be protected. Okay. And again, don't start saying Asian lives matter. Don't start, you know, not that they were saying that, but have your own shit, have your own message. You gotta, you gotta build your movement, right? So it's protect Asian lives, stop Asian hate. I think it's also, they can't burn us all. Okay. I know that there's also three slogans, you know, Okay, y'all work that out, okay? I would say getting behind one is probably, you know, just in terms of like a PR move better, but I'm not going to critique that. Y'all figure that out, okay? But there's like three different hashtags. Asian Lives Matter is not one of them. So it's protect Asian lives, stop Asian hate. They can't burn us all, okay? And that is important, right? That is important, amplifying that message. Have people, you know, the other thing about it is humanizing the victims, right? I think what was very important, I think there are lessons to learn from the work that has been done by other communities, all right? Not just a Black community. To learn, like, you know, a lot of things, when we're talking about Breonna Taylor, we're talking about George Floyd, a lot of it was also humanizing these people. So besides saying, like, these people got attacked, fuck Black Lives Matter, like, no. 
talk about their lives, showcase their lives, say what you want, make your voice heard, but the voice has to be, stay on message on the brand. This is like an essay. This is like a presentation. If you were doing a TED talk, you got to stay on topic and on focus. You can't be, if you're running a marathon, you're running a race, you can't be looking at the side and be like, oh, what about him? You lose the race when you do that. You can't do that. So please, like, look, regardless I love you. You know what I'm saying? I love you and I will ne- I will never ever think that anybody should be attacked unprovoked for no reason because of their race and their ethnicity. Fuck that. That's fucked up. That's wrong. But let's stay on message. Let's stay on on brand. Let us unify, right? That is important. You got to bring people along with you to support because the numbers aren't even necessarily there. You know, it's a small population, especially, you know, there are densely populated areas, but throughout the, com- you know, the country, if you think about Asian Americans, just the, the, the numbers, it's like one of the smaller percentages minorities. So it's like, you know, you definitely need to make, you have to make your voices heard. That's super important. You have to be at the forefront of it right? This is the thing about allyship. And this is the thing about, I say all the time, like, and I'm saying it as a black person, I don't need allies to come be my fucking savior ever. Okay. That's the fucking problem. Half the time allies want to come in, want to be the damn savior. I've talked about that here all the time. That's not how this works. You have the answer within your community and you have people supporting, amplifying, being behind you. That's important. And I'm seeing it. And I see a lot of, I've seen Black TikTok do it. I've seen Latino TikTok do it. I've seen Native TikTok do it. I've seen, you know, Southeast Asian people about it, right? So, because it's mostly the attacks on East Asian people. I've seen a whole bunch of debates about Pacific Islanders being like, why y'all including us in this? Y'all not going to accept it. I've seen all types of stuff because I'm on a lot of different sides of TikTok, okay? But I've seen so many people outpouring the messaging of support and not just, you know, a post, but actually resources and uh, protests and things like that. People have been doing that. So like, let us stay on message, stay on target of what the real issue is here and not get distracted and not get divided unnecessarily. And honestly, in a way that, you know, is just unproductive and it's not going to help the situation or address the root cause, right? And I think even within, you know, and it's not for me, but on the outside, and I say, because I see in the Black community, look, there is going to be difference of opinion within the Asian community. There's going to be different points of view, et cetera. But, you know, really working to get on the same page and working towards the right thing, that is what is going to be really key. You know what I'm saying? That is what's really key. So, look, I understand that some of this is coming out of hurt and frustration, but some of it is also feeling, like, very anti-Black. I was like, damn, yo. Like, damn. (laughs) I was like, damn. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Like, really really like come on this is not necessary right now and and you know and, and I'm gonna let me do the flip side I'm gonna do the flip side because I'm like like you know that there's black people saying that they don't want to you know and I've seen that I have seen a few people say well you know online not anyone I know in person online you know these kids are saying well the Asian community doesn't do anything for the black community look at how they treat us in the beauty supply stores and you know restaurants and things like that I think that that's short-sighted too, okay? Because let me tell you something. I'm sure as a black person, there have been black people who have been rude to you in customer service, all right? And that does not warrant them getting killed or being attacked, their elderly being attacked, all right? So that is not, 
you're saying, I'm going to stay out of this and it had nothing to do with me. I don't think that's fair if you think it's because someone's rooted you at a beauty supply store. That's bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. Like, don't don't, come, don't even come with that ignorant bullshit. And you know it's ignorant. And you know it's ignorant. And so don't do that, right? And then other thing I don't like to say, I don't like to see, and it's not, you know, I see it all the time when, um, like, people are supporting the protect Asian lives and they can't burn us all. Some people in the comments like, well, what about, what about black lives? What about Latino lives? Like, shut the fuck up, okay? Can we not let people have a moment like something very serious just happened and look, no one's saying, no one's diminishing that, but let people have the moment, right? This is the same reason why we said All Lives Matter was fucked up because you can't let people have the moment when their voice is happening, something they're hurting and they're grieving, let people's, you know, let them rise and share their voice and their experience, lift every voice. So don't do that. Now, I want to say this, all the people pointing fingers at Black Lives Matter, which is literally conflating issues and has nothing to do with what's going on, okay? I would like to be clear that all the people who kept saying that all lives matter seem to be very silent, okay? Blue lives matter seems to be very fucking silent, okay? So if you're a part of the Asian community and you now been distracted by a banana in the tailpipe, y'all know I talk about a banana in the tailpipe, Okay, which is now you're looking at Black Lives Matter, which literally has nothing to do with this. All right. Where are you looking at Blue Lives Matter? Have they been coming to speaking out about protecting Asian lives? Stopping Asian hate? Because that same cop who was in front of, you know, who actually arrested this, this fucking asshole who murdered a people as mass murderer, domestic terrorist. He then was found having some type of hate speech t-shirts that he was I don't selling or wearing or some shit as well so I think there's a lot to unpack within you know communities of color in general about our relationships with one another okay with our different communities I think a big part of this is okay so the model minority myth or model minority stereotype probably is very jarring to see what's happening. It's like a holdup. If, if if this group has been deemed the model minority, why the fuck are we getting this hate? Why the fuck are we getting the static? Like, what, what the fuck is that, right? It is, I imagine, you know, because I don't come from a model minority group, um, but I imagine it is dystopian in a way, feeling like, wait, hold on. If we're supposed to be doing everything right and we're are stereotypically like kind of quiet and we let things pass and you know very respectful and don't make waves and just you know keep our heads down and keep a pushing and do the right thing and you know collect them dollars and get that cash and be about our business, then why the fuck are we getting this heat and this static, right? And I think we gotta get to the root cause, right? I feel like everyone is talking about all stuff, but can we, I mean, let's get some think pieces. Seriously, like when we talk about Black Lives Matter, we talk about the history and we talk about, you know, how did we get here? You got to talk about the history of what the fuck happened for this otherness to happen for the community to be attacked. Because that's important because to actually, you can't just tell people to stop being racist and they're going to be like, oh, sure, let me you know, flip the switch and then I'm not being racist. People need to get an understanding. Most people are like, I'm not racist, I'm fine. People need to get a true understanding of like, what the fuck is going on? How to get here, you know, really create that awareness. And because America's an ignorant ass place, number one, it's a, it's, a, it's a society full of ignorant people. So like, let us really like educate people is a big part of bringing awareness of like, hold on. This is, you know, this model my 
minority stereotype is a myth and this is now diminishing the Asian experience and this is diminishing the struggles of the community and things, the challenges that we have and which are X, Y, and Z, which are A, B, C, which are one, two, three. That is what you got to have to, that's what you want to have to say. And then also, honestly, when the president, the former president, 45, was going off, you know, he was really setting the tone of some fucked up rhetoric and that, you know, that also pushes things the needle to the wrong way where people now come out of pocket and feel like they can just act any type of way because it's normalized and it should not be right and so that was also part of it right the misinformation the lack of education the xenophobia around the coronavirus pandemic this is all contributing to it so talk about that all right because that is going to attack you know get to the root of the issue but if you now are distracted and focused on other shit and finger pointing and, you know, all this inter people of color battles and animosity is not going to do anybody any good. So I don't, you know, I, I know I'm talking about this because of this, because this has been on my heart as a black person who's always been close to people in the Asian community and just always a person who's just very inclusive in general it's hurtful you know but and, and it's it's hurtful all around first of all I hate to see it you know I hate to see like why like come on people are just trying to go about with their everyday lives and are getting attacked for no reason and being bombarded with racial slurs and hate crimes that's fucked up. And there's no excuse for anyone to do it. I don't care what background you're for. And I think we need to be clear on that. Don't say, because it's not only black people doing it. It's, 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 all, it's multiple races doing it, different people. So let us get clear on like why this is wrong. Why you need to protect Asian lives, stop Asian hate. You, they can't burn us all. That this is unacceptable. You can't do it. You're going to stand up for yourselves, demand certain rights, demand certain accountability for the actions. Right. And also demand that the media properly report this shit. Okay. Right. Don't sit here when somebody's a mass murder doing mass shootings and say he had a bad day. What the fuck kind of slap in the face is that? That is disgusting. He had a sexual addiction. He's a fucking hate crime. He intentionally sought out people of the same race to kill them domestic terrorism let's call a thing a thing right and i'm not just saying that that one's obviously most blatant one that's the most blatant one is like oh my god here we go but anything else and the other stories too like amplify you know the victims who were they humanize them this this is this person she was a mom she was a daughter she did this she did that right come on like tell your stories talk that talk make your demands and keep doing it right and i mean i've you know you have to do the right thing and i'm not saying just just you have to figure out how to push the movement forward and stay the messaging on target that is the most important thing and what i'm seeing is like shit all over the damn place and that is not helpful because after a few days and the next headline comes up, you know, we were all going crazy. What last week about Megan and Harry and the Oprah interview, this came up next week is going to be something else. So you have to stay consistent and stay consistent on your messaging, but the messaging needs to be about the actual issue and the root cause and not some ancillary shit. And that is important. You know, that is really important. I'll say, oh, this is going longer than I thought it was going to be. You know, one person I, I know who's been consistent, it's just weird, but listen, I listen to hip hop. China Mac, who's a rapper, you guys follow him on Instagram. Very interesting guy from New York. He's been very, I think he maybe started the They Burn It All hashtag and stuff like that. He has been very consistent for a very long time about this, 
right? He's been very consistent for a very long time, staying on brand, staying on message, going to protests, organizing protests, making sure the organizers with different um, activists to get the message out and, um, you know, speak on this. So speak on this issue continuously. So that's really important and making sure their allies were involved, you know, because that's, you know, you do need support. So I, I hope that we see it pivot where it's not this infighting or this blame game where we really get to be like really crisp on the messaging and, um, you know, get to that place where it's bubbling up and it is right. And I see a lot of good things too. I don't want to, I don't want to negate that where I see so many people supporting and putting the message out. And for me, it would have been remiss not to talk about this for many reasons, just for my personal, just my own values. Number one, number one, first and foremost, that I want everyone to win. I want all of us to have equity and equality and to be safe. So come on. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's first and foremost. And I hope to see more progress with this. Right. And I want to see some amplified voices and see that, you know, I don't know who, you know, I hate to say Sean King, who's the equivalent of the, <laughs> the Asian Sean King, because Sean King, you know, I already say he's a grifter. So that's not what I mean. Like just, just in terms of just presence rather, you know, I, forget all the stuff behind it, you know, cause I don't want anybody stealing donation money on your side, but I just want to know like who becomes like as a, a main, a voice that is well known in the community for Asian issues. I would love to see, you know, people run and maybe there is someone I just don't know. Right. But the way my social media is set up, I should. So I don't know. I was like, if I don't, that's kind of weird. But so I'll say if I don't, it's kind of weird because then I'm like, okay, I don't know how much amplification we're getting. But who knows? Who knows? You know, with the algorithms, you never know what's really going to happen. So I, you know, it's sad. You know, it's it's hurtful. It's it's very hurtful. I totally shed tears over this. Like, come on. What the fuck? I mean, like, there is so much happening in the world right now that we've been talking, you know, a year of our worlds being turned upside down. And really? Y'all can't keep y'all guns at home with your fucking mask and shut the fuck up. And and you're out here attacking people. Please. Please. Disgusting. You know, human beings are trash anyway. (laughs) That's how I'm ending it. Human beings are trash anyway. And I just, you know, do better. Do better. And again, I stand with the Asian community. I support and not just... um, like just on a podcast or in a social media post outside of that that's and you know and that's one thing you know I don't have to I don't have to big up myself there trust me I do a lot in real life that's all I gotta say to y'all y'all don't have to know now I'm to tell you what it is but I do a lot of stuff in real life because that's important and okay one last thing and I don't know if it's a real thing because I don't use Instagram like that okay anymore but you know, the only thing on Instagram, if you guys want to follow me at Gabriel on Instagram, the only thing I do is update stories. I don't really post on the posts, but I do update stories with content here and there. And so one thing is that I saw, at least on TikTok, like I told you, I'm only on TikTok. They were saying that people were posting neon yellow squares. Bruh. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is going on? First of all, come get your man. Whose man's is that? Who, who said that was okay? And I'm going to tell you, it's so wrong on so many first of all it's offensive first of all it's offensive all right the black square thing went wrong okay but it actually wasn't because there were black people it was literally a black out 
right, of social media. So listen, we have like a double entendre here going on. But it wasn't because like black people's skin is black. Like black people's skin is not even really the color black. Okay, fine. First of all, yellow is offensive. Like don't call Asian people yellow. That's offensive anyway. Okay. So and then a neon yellow and like what the fuck was that? This performative allyship and wokeness is annoying at best, disrespectful and unproductive. Let's just get that clear. But what was that? But then the gag, I have to say the gag because my TikTok, like I told you, is focused very heavily on K-drama, J-drama, Asian drama, entertainment. And I'm not into K-pop, but because of the way the algorithm set up, I find I, I learn a lot about it just because there's over, overlaps in the concentric circles here. Apparently, some entertainment company in Korea put up the neon yellow square and they were getting roasted. <laughs> they were getting roasted. People were like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is raw. I was like, damn. Whoo, everybody got a long way to go. And I think a lot of it comes to education, straight up. I mean, if I say there's anything else, a big part of this is that, at least from a African-American perspective and just an overarching Black journey, there the voices have been going, you know, have been very clear, especially in the United States for a long time. There have been pockets, like, listen, I'm not saying there was, there were different points. I remember you see the, you always see the poster, Yellow Peril supports Black Panthers. Like, there have been different things that happened. And plus, just the U.S. history and engagement with Asian Americans has been checkered at best, okay? At best, checkered, if you will. That history has been fucked up right? The Japanese internment, all this stuff, okay? Let's not, let's not get fucked up here, right? So there's been pockets over time of Asian American activism, right, that have come up. And I think in these latter generations, I think especially since Reagan, since Reagan, it's been like, a you know, really when pushing that model minority myth to divide and conquer, to be honest, because a lot of it was due to immigration policy and different things that even dictated the type of demographics and the opportunities people could have. So let's, let's talk about that. But since then, it's kind of been kind of a lull. And so now you're he's seeing it bubble up. But I'm going to say because it hasn't been, you know, consistent, like, listen, Black people have been consistent for like pretty much the last hundred years in the United States of having a voice against oppression against us. A big part is going to be laying the foundation of education and awareness, but that awareness I get has to be on topic, got to be about what is happening and why the root cause, and you got to talk about it. Like, why are we being labeled other? What is going on? What was the impact? You're going to need to criticize Trump and them. You need to, okay? Because it's COVID. You're seeing the correlation. We use the stats and how much has gone up, how many hundreds percent of attacks since COVID, the pandemic has started. Who was who was amplifying racist rhetoric against Asians and calling it the Kung flu? Like, come the fuck on. Like, let's do that. And I'm not saying just him, but you can't skip over that. You cannot skip over that. Right. You got to call a thing a thing and call a spade a spade and how all of that has really influenced people to be out of pocket, out of line and, th- and thinking that they could do this. And I'm not saying that such stuff hasn't been happening for a while, because I'm telling you, there's been attacks on elderly, you know, not just Asians, but, you know, I think elderly in general, including Asians for a while has been going on. I would think at least like 2013 where people were doing weird stuff, punching people. But now it's amplified in, in terms of the pandemic. Got to call a thing a thing. You got to outline and come with the receipts like, look, this is one, two, three. What has been the root cause and why? why it's wrong and why you should not be thinking about this and, um, you know, amplify your story. 
that is really important. And then talk about the action that needs to be taken to do so, right? And then also, you know, trying to make, I think, government officials accountable for like, yo, this is a hate crime and don't try to do anything less, right? What happens? And any of these things, if they're attacks, they're hate crimes, don't try to make anything less. Like, got to make your voices heard and make your story clear and share the story. Storytelling is key to all of this. So I talk more than I thought I would about this, but I think I've been feeling a lot about this, like a lot. I've been feeling some type of way about this for a while and, you know, hurt by some of this. Oh, one last thing. See, I keep saying one last thing. I saw a guy who, I think he used to work at BuzzFeed. I don't know. Um, I found suddenly he came across my FYP on TikTok and he said that he empathized more with black people. Not that he's in before. He was always like an ally in BLM, but now he gets a little bit more because since this happened, this attack in Atlanta, um, people have been randomly reaching out, like asking how he is. And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I was like, bruh, June, July last year was a mess. You know, people randomly reaching out to you, like, are you okay? And trying to like, it feels very patronizing. It feels weird. And so he feel, he, he, had a better understanding now having gone through this like yo this is really weird you know it's really weird. I said oof I had to tell you so many things like the feelings people are experiencing are very familiar as a black person. I was like, Ooh, like when I hear uh, the different Asian content creators, some of the things people are saying, I was like, Ooh, Lord, Ooh, look, baby, I can give you a hug. Cause I know what you I look, it's not my same experience, but I we can easily relate because a lot of the shit is everyday thing, you know? And I, I, and I will also address people. Some people may, especially when I'm talking about internet shit. Cause look, where the fuck am I going? It's a pandemic. I'm home. Um, some people may feel like some black people on the internet, just internet, not real life, have been kind of callous in the comments. Like, welcome to the club. Like, we've been doing that. Uh, yeah, I, I know you feel like, damn, it's not sensitive. I know, I know it feels that way. But unfortunately, as the people who are at the bottom of the totem pole, a lot of this is, is unfortunately very familiar to us too. So that's also what you're kind of hearing. You know what I mean? Like kind of like, trust me, it doesn't mean that people are diminishing the experience. Like, no, absolutely is wrong. Um, I think it's just when people are experience other groups are experiencing for the first time, we're like, yeah, we, we know. We've been feeling it. So I'm not saying I feel that way and I would never say anything like that. But I know I've seen things like that, you know, and I've, Try to tell people, you know, I don't know if they're strangers on the internet and it's probably children in their fucking mama's basement. But I'm like, you know, you got to be more empathetic. Y- y'all just can't come at people sideways like that. Like, come on, that's fucked up. Um, but I-, I think to contextualize it, not making excuses about it, but I think it's contextualized if, you know, that is what you're seeing. It's not because of a lack of interest or empathy. It's just when people have been experiencing something for a long time and saying it, it's probably frustrating or it's like, oh, what other people, someone else experiences like, oh, well, shit, I've been telling you, right? But there's no fault of anyone else's, right? It's just, you know, some people just experience some things more than other people or just for longer than other people. And then now, you know, this is coming up and, um, you know, it's kind of reckoning, I think, probably also a period of reckoning for the Asian American community too. I do think so. Like we, I do talked a lot about, America just in general in 2020 having a time of reckoning and I think 
from the outside looking in, this is probably a time of reckoning also for the Asian American community. So I don't know where it's all going to land, right? I don't know. Um, cause it's, it's, it seems, um, as you make it to say very chaka chaka, it, it seems very disjointed, um, a bit. Like when I kind of see the messaging, it's not, it's not all consistent that I'm seeing. Like the, the different voices people are saying are, in different minds, right? Some people are like, let's be unified against, you know, all people, all humans, people of color and, you know, fight against the cause together. And we recognize that. And, you know, we recognize anti-blackness, things like that. Other people are like, black lives doesn't matter. Fuck y'all. Police shall more. Like, you know, and, you know, and some people are like denying, it's not about race at all. Americans just care about race. Like I've seen like these three schools of thought about this. So I don't know where it's going to land. But definitely here to support, speak out, contribute, and that's that because it's wrong. You know what I mean, this is wrong and terrible. And I feel for the families of all of the people who were viciously gunned down in Atlanta through this hate crime and would love to see America turn around and be a different place and I hope Gen Z could be do, could do that. Millennials, I'm a millennial myself. Millennials ain't gonna do shit, okay? Millennials are old now, alright? And y'all we still got dealing with the fucking boomers around, okay? And X, you know, who were there too. So, I'm hoping Gen Z, not even Gen Z, probably Gen Alpha, okay? The, the babies, <laughs> the babies who were born from like 2015. I'm hoping that through all the lessons from now, we'll start to see some different behaviors and some progress going forward, hopefully, you know, for future generations so that this can become a thing of the past. But until then, fight the good fight and do what you got to do and, you know, stay united. That's really important. I've, I've said that message so many times on this podcast. So this is all over the place. Like I said, it was long as hell and I'm not into editing. So We'll see what y'all get. So I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're staying safe, um, wearing your mask, doubled up masks, and socially distancing and doing what you got to do. And for those who are getting vaccinated, um, you know, taking your doses and still taking precautions after you get vaccinated. And look, you guys, we're going to have to make it because this is the cards we've been dealt 2020, 2021 and beyond. So this is your girl, Gwen. I guess you could follow me on Instagram, but I don't post a lot, but I do post the stories. Uh, I'm not even telling you to follow me on TikTok, but it's also again with Gwen, because I, I only post very specific content there. So I'm hoping there's no more wild, unfortunate, sad news coming my way that I have to dust off the microphone and come back to do an episode. But it's been real, guys. Peace. <laughs>